How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Mike, for putting you in this position? Like, the agent could have told you, but the player could have told you, too. Independent of whether the allegations are true, the player could have told you he was under investigation and you could have made a decision that way. Uh, it's a now. It's because you didn't know. Question is, are you frustrated with him for, for putting you in this position? I understand why he didn't. <laughs> Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670 the score. We are delighted to welcome in Stephanie Epstein. You hear her heard her there and that exchange yesterday in Arizona with uh, Rick Hahn and Stephanie works for Sports Illustrated, and we are delighted to welcome her to the program. She appears, as all guests do, on the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Stephanie, how are you this morning? I am all right, thanks. How are you? Well, I, you know, I got to tell you, I, I listened to what Rick said there, and he said, well, I understand why he did. Do I do? Do you understand? I mean, does he understand the guy wanted the twelve million? Is that? I mean, I don't. I don't know what that answer means. I thought your question was great. He he clearly tried to buy some time and was a little stumped, and and then he kind of said that. I just don't know what he means. I think that Rick is in a tough spot there. I think that he. He doesn't really want to open camp by saying, yeah, I'm frustrated with this guy who we just signed. And he also doesn't want to say, no, I think this is totally fine. So I think he landed on, I understand why he didn't tell me, uh, which I agree is perhaps not a satisfying answer. Uh, but I think that that is what he was going for, that, I can under- that he understands why the player did not disclose it, which does not, truthfully, does not totally answer the question of whether he's frustrated. It just says that he understands why. But I can understand why he tried to avoid uh, answering it directly. So, Stephanie, in your reporting, obviously we understand that Major League Baseball is a, is a sole authority here in terms of doling out discipline. The White Sox are at the mercy of the investigation. But when you look at due diligence and that broad term that is applied to you know, this, this free agent uh, signing and, and other things, do you feel like – did you get a sense that there's, the White Sox could have done more, could have learned more, did they not see what they weren't looking for? How, how would you describe their responsibility here? I think what you said is all correct. Uh, and I think that that is one thing that I tried to parse at other points in the press conference. There's a difference between the investigation and the underlying allegation. So Hans said correctly that the only way they could have known of the investigation is if somebody broke 
confidentiality agreement. Obviously, the player can break it. It's it's designed to protect him in part. But they, you know, a league official is not allowed to call the White Sox and say, "Hey, just so you guys know." But the allegation was there to be found. Uh, I mean, this woman was speaking to investigators, so she was obviously she was cooperating um, and has been cooperating. And so, if you had wanted to call her, I, I don't know. I, I suppose she could have answered the phone and said. Uh, you know, wrong number. But I would imagine that if she's speaking to league investigators, she would be willing to speak to investigators who are uh, considering signing a free agent. Uh, and then, then in addition to that, you know, this is a complicated affair, but there, there have been allegations in the past. There have been, there's been some discord among his past partners and much of it has appeared on Instagram. And so I think if, if I was aware of that, it feels like perhaps the team that's considering committing $12 million to this man should have been. And he's also, you know, Han mentioned yesterday that there were some questions of immaturity in the past. There was the ducking out during COVID. There have mm. been, there's been some misbehavior. And it is, of course, a huge leap from immaturity to uh, domestic domestic violence, either alleged or whatever, to any kind of of worse behavior, but I do think that gives you a place to look. If you are considering signing a person who has shown poor judgment in the past, I think it is your responsibility as a team to wonder, did he show poor judgment in other areas? And even if we have to look a little bit harder to find them, even if they haven't been reported in the press, we should assume that there's a chance that something like this is out there. Olivia Feinstead, the accuser in this case, uh, Stephanie, was on the station yesterday. So I know she put out an Instagram post. They they contacted her on social media, and she came on with the afternoon show. So, you yeah, know, it just, that, it, that. doesn't that look even worse for the White Sox that they couldn't track her down? Now, maybe because she did the interview in The Athletic and she's now got her name out and all that, but I just wonder about how easy it was to to get a hold of this woman and why that was not the case when the Sox were signing him. I think that there is an argument that could be made, and I would make that argument, that teams considering signing free agents, especially those with character questions, should call their exes and ask, why are you an ex? And you don't have to take everything that she says at face value, but I think that you should know what what women in his past are saying about him. Because if they are saying, if they'll say it to you, it's possible they will say it to someone else. So at least at a minimum, you should know what you're dealing with, whether you believe that there's more to the story or not. But I think that that, that certainly his conduct around women in his past is as relevant as whatever his single-A clubhouse guy mm. is going to say, and they do call that guy. So I think that it women who with whom the power dynamic is complicated, I, 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 don't, I don't understand why a team willing to commit these large sums of money to these players, why it wouldn't take what seems to me like a fairly obvious next step. And it's not just the White Sox, I think, who are who make these mistakes, but the White Sox have demonstrated a pattern of sort of missing key information on people. And so I think, and Han said yesterday that they're going to reevaluate their process, and I think that that's sort of a pretty obvious place to start. Talking with Stephanie Abstein from Sports Illustrated here on The Score. Stephanie, so obviously I'm not asking you to reveal – uh, your reporting and, and where you're going next. But I am curious, after hearing from Olivia Feinstead yesterday on this station and her willingness to come forward 
with information so willingly. Is there more reporting to be done here? Does this open up a door to what, you know, Mike Clevenger was so adamant in his denial. He said he would be fully exonerated. He used terms that that people almost to, there's nothing to see here. And yet the sense is from hearing from his accuser, there might be a lot more to this story. Is there more reporting to be done? Yeah, yeah, I think there definitely is. Um, And I think both on the micro scale of this, question and then also on the macro scale of how the league handles allegations like these how teams handle allegations like these like what is this process looking like from olivia feinstead's end what is it looking like from mike clevenger's end you know there's a lot of moving parts here and i think fans you know if fans are gonna it's not these tickets are expensive you have a lot of other options and i think if fans are going to commit to following teams they deserve to know what's going on to make those teams you know, I got to tell you, I think what's really interesting to me, Stephanie, is this idea that they came out and they were very um, careful about how they talked about this. But they, but Rick Hahn said, you know, basically that there's there's really nothing that we could do about it because it's all in the commissioner's hands. And there's, but it's my understanding that if you wanted to waive someone, you could waive them at any time. And it, yes. I get it. It costs you $12 million, but what what is the value of negative public? What is the value of positive? It's just, I, I hear from a lot of Sox fans, and we've gotten a lot of calls at the station, of people that don't want to give money to the team anymore, don't want to be a part. I mean, you're, you're risking alienating. A lot of people have been closely associated with abusive behavior and have been through horrors with it and no uh, people that have been through it. I just think that it almost would be worth $12 million to not deal with this. So I asked very similar questions yesterday. I spent a good bit of yesterday trying to determine the answer because when Han says that their only option is to let the process play out, that is not literally true. Literally, they can release him. If he's, not on, administ- if he's on administrative leave, as Trevor Bauer was, then there is no mechanism to release him. You can't touch him. But if he's not on administrative leave, as Mike Clevenger is not, he's reported to camp, the team can release a player, any player it wants to. The issue that the White Sox would face at that point is, I guess it's threefold. One is, you know, that in theory they would like to see if the, they would like to let the investigation play out and see if the allegations are found to be founded. A, a lot of fans, I think, would take issue, would say, even if there's, a, if there's smoke, you know, we don't want this guy around. But that is one prong. Uh, another prong, maybe it's fourfold, is the financial commitment, that if he is suspended after they release him, they don't recoup any of the salary. To that, I would say, well, you're the White Sox, you know, $12 million. Like, you should, you know, sorry, that's the right. tax that you pay for not right. having done your due diligence. Right. The third and fourth issues are, one, that they're, they worry that the union will grieve, will file a grievance, and say that they have somehow uh, denied, that Clevenger himself could sue, that they've denied him some portion of his future earnings because they've tarnished his reputation. Uh, the team would seem to have a pretty good case that the, it was the investigation that tar- that tarnished his reputation, not the uh, release. But you can't be certain that a judge won't sign with it, side with him and charge you for however many millions of dollars he, he says he would earn in the future. So there is that uncertainty. And then I think the biggest issue facing them is that it is my understanding that the commissioner's office would be very unamused if a team released a player under investigation. It is not technically against the rules, but the commissioner's office would feel that a team is undermining its justice system 
that the point of the investigation is that the player not face jeopardy or uh, punishment from the team and from the league and that they would consider a release to be punishment. And so I think, I mean, the White Sox could do it, but I think that that would be, they would be, the, the commissioner's office would place some pressure on them not to do that because they think that that, uh, that that makes it harder for them to undertake these investigations going forward. But then you, don't you, have just, to you just with tell them, you just tell them to do it faster. Yeah, do it Take faster. Take less than seven months, okay? <laughs> yes. So, that I think everyone can agree that this investigation is going on very, for a very long time. And I think that that, I think that now that it's public, everybody is sort of being asked to make a decision here. We can't just, we can't just let this drag on forever. Stephanie, before we let you go, I'm very curious of what you, what was your level of surprise that yesterday you asked great questions of Rick Hahn, and I think that he was very careful in the way that he answered everything, weighing every word, parsing every statement, and I understand because he's, let's face it, he's, he's got a law degree, he's got a business degree, he's, got, he's a very well-educated man. And you contrast that with Mike Clevenger, very open for somebody who's being accused, very bold in saying that I will be exonerated. Did you read anything into how that was in such stark contrast of Han being very careful and deliberate and Mike Clevenger saying, well, you know what? I didn't do anything, and that's the, the, the proof is going to be in the investigation. Uh, I think that Clevenger was open to an extent. Uh, I mean, I know reporters asked him whether he had communicated with Trevor Bauer, who is one of his close friends and who obviously uh, just has some experience with the, the league justice system himself, and he was not willing to address that. He was he definitely was open on the points on which he wanted to be open, but that was pretty much limited to, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And so I think, I think that in that sense, he sounded pretty forceful, but when pressed for details, he was pretty unwilling to go into them, which I think honestly is for the same reason. I think they're both afraid that they're going to put themselves in legal jeopardy if they say anything they're not supposed to say. And so uh, I think basically what Clevenger feels he can say without getting in trouble is I didn't do it. And what Rick Hahn feels he can say without getting into any trouble is we got to let the investigation play out. And so I think that is kind of what you saw. Stephanie Epstein from Sports Illustrated. Thanks a ton, Stephanie. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good day, guys. That is, uh, that is interesting stuff. That's clarity. I mean, well, I mean, I guess so MLB is going to be mad at you. Uh, the commissioner will be, I, you know, well, so right, the what chairman. are you doing? I'm just saying. I know. But Come on. There is nothing. Then you know what? Let us know before we, you know, step in this mess. MLB should be as embarrassed as the Sox should be about this whole thing. They should be absolutely true. And the Sox, I think, should be more so because they uh, are in this mess. They put themselves in this situation. But what she said is true. They're literally... What Rick Hahn said wasn't the case. There are other options. There are, are other ways that they can deal with this if they wanted to. And uh, so what we, how we started the show will end it the same way. You know, what is the price of integrity on the South Side? The going rate's $12 million. Wow. Right? You're selling it cheap at that price. I mean, listen, I'll never see $12 million. I'd have no idea how to begin spending it. I'd love to try, but uh, it would ruin me for God's No, it, it's an awful thing to give up your integrity for $12 million. She was good. She, she's she on top excellent. of this story. Yeah, it's a good story, yeah. too. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.